Hello, welcome to another episode of A 30 Minute Life. My name is Robert Joyce and I have multiple sclerosis, sarcoidosis, asthma and chronic pain. On May 16, 2019, I wrote a post, Meditation, Am I Fading Like These Tulips? Mornings are the best part of my day, when the realisation of my physical state has not yet registered. Eating a leisurely breakfast, followed by coffee, brewed from just ground coffee, the morning is full of promise and my day is undecided. After this meal, I put my dishes in the sink, soaking, so I can clean them later. I make my way to the couch. Fingers grasping the coffee table leg, lifting it closer so I can rest my leg. Falling into position and using both hands to hoist a heavy limb into a less painful position. I then reach for my phone. Finding my meditation timer, I select 20 minutes and the reverberating gong sounds and I start. Focusing first on my breath, I inhale, feeling and hearing the rush of air into my lungs. My chest still and my stomach swelling as I finish a deep intake of oxygen. Holding this for four seconds, I concentrate. Slowly releasing through my mouth, I feel every second, losing myself in the process. Letting my mind relax into the moment. Repeating this process until my shoulders drop and the knot between them oozes away. This is how it starts and I don't know how long it will continue. When my mind is clear, the vacuum pulls in memories, thoughts and ideas. Trying to focus on the now, I look at the yellow tulips. Looking at them, trying to push away the deluge. Looking at the leaves and petals, seeing the once vibrant green, now a pale pastel shade. The colour leached away. Stems no longer rigid, but straining under the weight of the yellow petals. They are twisting in the agony of age, wrinkled, pale, and the tips shriveling into brown. Seeing how time and the sickness of being severed from their life-giving roots is causing them to lose their once vibrant existence, I wonder. My mind floats. Is this what has happened to me? Am I like these flowers, with the source of my energy cut away by accident? Once minor events become cataclysmic as my vibrant life and resilience is soaked away. Even though I nourish myself as we freshen the water for the flowers, it is not enough. It can't be. Just as the roots are no longer feeding the tulips, my body has disconnected its ability to rejuvenate itself. Shaking myself, reaching out and pulling myself from this self-defeating inner speech, my eyes move frantically to find a different focus. The small statue on the mantle catches my glance and I smile. Although hewn from granite, a stone created by fire and destruction, in the empty space there is a heart. I feel it in my chest, pulsing, beating. Despite the adversity and loss, I smile, grateful for the love in my life, a life I am still living. There may be a part of me damaged beyond recovery, but the greater part is strong and virile. Tension in my shoulders fade and my focus returns to my breath, bringing life-affirming air into my lungs. Bong, bong, bong. My session is over.
stretching and bending over to pull my lazy limb from the table, settling my hand to push myself up. Standing tall, I turn towards the stairs, ready to descend to my cave, to begin the next part of my routine, writing my journal with a scratchy fountain pen, ready to take these meditative thoughts and commit them to the page. Looking back on that post from this distance, my life hasn't changed that much, though the method that I use has altered a little bit. Now, when I wake up in the morning, usually at about 8.30, I rest for maybe about a half an hour, and then I start my meditation in bed. I find this easier to do now, because my legs are already up, they're comfortable, they're relaxed, and I haven't yet started the day. And this works for me very well now, and I spend a little bit less doing my meditation, probably about 12-13 minutes compared to the 20 minutes that I used to do. But I think I've gotten better at my meditation. I have been more skilled at emptying my mind of thoughts and just concentrating on my breath. Also, I have, over the years, reduced the number of things that can cause me stress or anxiety in my life. It is a little bit more moderate, a little bit more tempered. And that means I don't have that same amount of things that I need to deal with in the morning. And that's very positive for me as I prepare myself for the day. And then I head down to have my breakfast and it hasn't changed that much. And after my breakfast, I head down to my cave again. It is there that I write in my journal. And this is the routine that I keep. Now, when I was reading that post and I was remembering looking at those flowers and how they had faded. This happens in our lives. We lose things and they disappear, they fade away. And it is extremely tempting to concentrate on the things that are disappearing in our lives, to make them the focus of what we are doing now and to see if there is some way that we can resurrect them or bring them back to life, recover what has been lost. And that's like my mobility. It has disappeared and it's slowly fading away. And there are times when it improves, such as when I had intravenous steroids and I get a boost and it comes back again. But I do lose it. It doesn't stay there permanently. And I have learned that I have to enjoy the moment when I can walk, when I can do those things, but I cannot spend my time focusing on the things that I've lost because I can't recover them. They're not going to come back. They are a memory, a very good memory, and something that I, and this is interesting, I video myself walking so that in the times when I can't, I can look at that video and I can see, yes, I once used to be able to walk. I once could do that, but now I am in a different place. And I use my stick, I use my functional electrical stimulation, and I use a mobility scooter. And these things allow me to move around. So I'm still mobile, I just don't use my legs the same way that I used to. My life is different and there's no point in me 
feeling morose or sad about the thing that I have lost. It doesn't gain me anything. And I don't achieve any new way of walking because of that focus. Now, I have to be brutally honest here. There are times when I feel that loss and I feel it very hard. And I get negative and down about it. But that is just the nature of illness and that is the nature of life. It is not always possible to remove those things out of your head. And I have learned that I have to roll with that. I need to succumb to that bad feeling, those bad days. And then I pull myself back out of it and I realise I have other things that I should focus on that I can do, that I am capable of, and do that. And that distracts me. That moves me away from the loss and looking at the things that I've gained. And despite the negativity of having a chronic illness like multiple sclerosis, I have gained some things as a result of it. One is my patient advocacy, being able to get out and share my experience and use that experience in a positive way to improve the lives of others by being involved in research, by understanding what's going on in the world of research and using my experience to help to improve it. And that is being done in many ways. One is a project that I was involved with called PharmaLedger, which is looking at creating an app which will make those huge bits of paper that you get in medicine disappear and appear on your phone. That can save an awful lot of uh, wasted material being printed, but also it can make it easier for the patient to understand how to use their medicine. And that would be a fantastic achievement because that means that there will be people when they use their medicine will use it correctly, in the right way, and hopefully it will improve their quality of life and perhaps even shorten their condition or their illness. That would be a tremendously positive step if that comes to pass. And we'll know that in time. But I am using my illness in order to create that positive environment. And that is amazing for me, extremely positive. And I know that it gives me a purpose in my day, something good to focus on. Thank you very much for listening. This has been a 30-minute life where I share my experience of my chronic illnesses so that your experience of your illness can be a little bit better. Thank you. Goodbye.